I call that pulling a Kwaku, where you're like, I know what I'm supposed to be saying. I'm Kwaku, who are you? I'm Otto, and this is Radio Zimbunda the... Dope. Shit. There what it up, is. There How it are is. you doing? I'm good, I'm good. We're on a nice roll here, and I'm excited for you to meet my my next uh, guest, the next contestant to uh, the Radio Zimbunda game, and uh, um, I'm, I'm actually excited because um, this is a person that I know... Um, we're acquainted, but I don't know, no, no. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I think is interesting about this person, um, and um, I'm I'm going. I think I feel like I'm going to be as, as surprised as you about some stuff that uh, this person shares. So that's kind of where I'm going. I love that you're you're tempting my tummy with the taste of uh, what is that? Is it nuts and honey? Is that the expression? <laughs> um, I guess. Or Cheerios, maybe? Is it Cheerios? I feel it's I like Honey Nut no, Cheerios. No, no, Cheerios, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I'm excited because I have no idea and, I, and the fact that you don't even know makes it even more exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I also like that you're like, you know, we're not even just you, but we're both sort of like reaching out outside of like the immediate friend zone. Right, to right. people that we know of and right. we think are interesting. I right. think that that's a, I think that's a nice progression as well. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tess Rafferty. I think she's our favorite of the, uh, yes. of that uh, in this latest sort of incl- uh, incarnation of Radio Zamunda. So I would put Leo yeah. Coltrane in that group. Leo too. Coltrane too. Um, actually, I sent um, some of my real hip hop head friends his latest album, That Third Thing, mm-hmm. and the, you know these are those snotty hip-hop mm-hmm. guys that oh, are yeah. like you know if, if anything is off they're like no no right right and I, you know and i kind of nervously sent it and they were like yo this thing is dope i was right? like yeah he's like yo leo coltrane is dope i was like yeah yeah you know i knew that you know i was just trying <laughs> to put you on to some new stuff you, you know, know what i mean because i'm i'm looking out for you yeah, um, exactly. I'm also going to say, uh, since, you know, we're doing this, like we have a little bit of time before this, before this chat starts, mm-hmm. Skinner, Skinner, Skinner is in this festival and his, his newest joint, the sleeping Negro, mm-hmm. which I don't even think it's available anywhere yet. Mm-hmm. Is it? It probably isn't. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's made it available, but yeah. it's, it's doing really well. What is the name of the festival that he's in? Do you know that? I, I do not Cause he know. texted us. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, oh, do you mean this? And he's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. it's this. Fe-. And then you recognize mm-hmm. it. You're like, no, it's this festival. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't like it wasn't like Sundance or anything, but it was. Um, sl- and I thought it was Slam Dance. Slam Dance. Okay, that might. He's be in it. the yeah, Slam yeah, Dance yeah, yeah. Festival. So yeah. I don't know if people who are listening get a chance to. I to be honest, I don't even understand how film festivals work, let alone right. film festivals during COVID. Right. But the Sleeping Negro is the name of the film. Mm-hmm. And Slam Dance is the festival that he's literally slamming mm-hmm. and, and kicking butt in right now. Mm-hmm. So Skinner Myers, check out his stuff. Leo Coltrane, Tess Rafferty. I yep. love this Radio Zamunda family of people Absolutely. just doing dope shit. Word up, word up. You know. And with that, let's get into our next guest, bro. Let's do it. All right. Peace. the glasses and the nice cardigan on what's who are you i'm quaku and who are you 
I'm Atul, and this is Radio Zamunda, the dope shit. And um, what? So, so y'all who listen to Radio Zamunda will get sick of me saying this stuff, but I'm just gonna plug you in. First of all, I want to introduce my dope shit for this episode. My dude Damon Gupton is on the line, coming in and talking to us from L.A. I believe, yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, right. sir. And so, west side. Uh, yeah, yeah, West Side, West Side. Right. So I'm introducing uh, uh, Damon to uh, Kwaku, my boy. And as the OG radio listener, Radio Zamunda listeners know, the way Kwaku and I sort of forged a relationship over, I think, almost a decade now, we're, we're good friends, is that he or I is always trying to hip the dude up to their dope shit, something that he might not know. So, like, you know, hey, Kwaku, check out this movie. Have you seen this movie? You haven't seen this movie? Check it out. And then we talk, and then Kwaku would be like, yo, this album just dropped, man. I don't know if you know this. Boom. Kwaku got me really, really into Radiohead that way. So Mm. one time, uh, a friend was, like, hearing our conversation. It was like, yo, y'all should do a podcast where you just, like, sort of talk extemporaneously about the shit that you turn into each other on. And Kwaku's like, yeah, that's a dope idea. But you know what's even doper? Let's bring people that one or the other doesn't mm-hmm. know, and we just introduce them to each other. And so, hence, my dope shit for this episode is my dude, Damon. And wow. uh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're just, and so the way, and Damon, this is real, real relaxed. This is real. This is just three dudes talking about stuff. Ooh. And um, so the way it starts, it's like um, there's a guessing game for Kwaku because you're my guess, where Kwaku gets three guesses to guess what you do. Mm-hmm. And don't give him any hints because you know um, I think I'm I'm because the winner. I don't, you like to I don't like to cheat. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm, I'm just skilled. I'm skilled at observation. I'm skilled like you know like Sherlock Holmes on this thing. So um, and since Damon is just on the line right now, so all right. we're hearing is his dulcet basso nova. How is it basso basso? What is that? Baritone. Baritone. Okay, baritone. I'll go baritone. Yes, the, the, the baritone, <laughs> dulcet tones of the baritone. That's all Kwaku's got to do to guess. So that's it. what's your first guess, my dude? All right. So a couple of things I want to add on here to your intro, which was really amazing. I'm glad mm-hmm. you always do those because yeah. I always forget stuff. Mm-hmm. One, Damon, I know nothing about <laughs> you. Otto's told me nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a, I guess, a big part of the, the podcast piece as well, because I get to know you as you share your story after I guess what it is that you do. Gotcha. So being that you're one of like uh, five black guys uh, in LA who, <laughs> who doesn't play for the Lakers, <laughs> um, I'm going to, and the last couple of times we've played this game, the answer has always been a writer. So without that's seeing not, anything, without looking at anything, mm-hmm. that's that's, wrong. that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. A writer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. A snarky writer. So, <laughs> so is a writer right or is that, that is absolutely wrong? Cool. Yeah. I appreciate the yeah. extra. Absolutely. absolutely on there. <laughs> you said snarky, though. I was just giving you a little. <laughs> No, no, I appreciate it. Yes. No. So it's something in the snarky field. Um, <laughs> Snarkalicious, it is. 
All right. Well, you you definitely do have, and it's it's amazing when you don't see people how you focus on focus in on their voice a little more, mm-hmm. which is going to sound kind of redundant to everyone who's listening to this podcast. But <laughs> normally, whenever we're on here, we see people on on Zoom or Skype or whatever. Um, so since I can't see you, I'm just going off the sound of your voice, and it uh, it definitely is very distinctive. Do you do something? Related to music. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna, I know what the judge is going to say. Otto, does that count the as judge. the right answer? <laughs> I, it, it, yeah, I'm just saying it, it wasn't a definitive question, so See? you didn't get a definitive answer. <laughs> so you sound still like you're leading the witness. You know what I mean? <laughs> See how, David, well, no, how he I'll tells see. me? I'll you see. know? During black that's history, a little snarky, no though. that's a little snarky. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what I'm saying. To quote, to quote Martin, if we come together as a people, then you know we hey, would have struggle. Right. Hey, hey. Right. This, I'm um, just challenging you, bro. I'm just challenging. Okay. All right. So this is my third uh-huh. guess. Mm-hmm. I need to be more specific. Mm-hmm. Um, are you um, a producer of sorts? Where you make beats, uh, help uh, help other artists craft songs, producer slash songwriter. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, All right. Wow, this is good, man. This is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why does everyone enjoy saying no so much? <laughs> One day. <laughs> Well, I mean, for me, and I'll let Damon talk uh, in a second, but uh, one of the reasons I brought him on is because um, I know I know you, Damon, through more of a friend, but like we were cool, like sort of social media right. wise. I've seen your stuff, you've seen my stuff, and we kind of like big up each other sort of like across the uh, across the uh, the flyover states, as it right. were. And so I always admire the things you do. And um, I've never met personally somebody who does the one of the things mm-hmm. that you do. So mm-hmm. if you would, you know, elaborate on what you actually do, um, then we can get started. Yeah, so so just go on the te- and, and say that thing. I don't, I like the guessing part. That was fun as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun as hell. I was like, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, no, no, and no, hell no. no. And hell <laughs> no. <laughs> so just, just get into it, huh? Just tell him, uh, let him off, let yeah, him off the just, hook. you know, just... You let him okay. off the hook if wow. you would. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was funny, uh, Kwaku, because you were actually close. I was like, oh, he might, he's he's headed in the kind of the right direction yeah. with the music, um, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the mm-hmm. music thing and the producing. But one of the things that I do mm-hmm. is I am um, a conductor. Mm-hmm. Wow. Orchestra yeah, conductor. Right? How many conductors do you know? I don't. I I know one. The dude we're talking to now, and I find that line of work absolutely fascinating. I'm like, damn, I know a conductor, like straight up orchestra stuff. Okay, cool. Wow. So, yeah. See, That's, this is me. This is. I'm gonna point this out. This is my bias, mm-hmm. where it's like I I hear that it's a black person. And mm-hmm. I don't even think classical mm-hmm. music. Right, I'm right, sure, David, right. I'm the only person who's ever done that. <laughs> right, right. No, like you and 99.9% of the rest of the population. You know? yeah. yeah, that's, right. that's yeah. fair enough, you know, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And you're also an actor. You're also a fantastic oh, actor because I've seen your work, bro. So I well, just want to thank big you, up that brother. part. Coming so. from you, you know, you know how I feel about you and your work, man. So I, I appreciate that. I feel you, that. bro. I feel you. 
I appreciate you and I appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, man. thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so just so I understand this and mm-hmm. so that our audience is following mm-hmm. this, we have the most amazing of two furs ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a, a, a trained conductor mm-hmm. and an actor. Mm-hmm. Actor. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm um uh, uh doubly out of my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So 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 you know, the way you know we why we do this, uh Kwaku and I is because him and I both have a real um fascination with how people start off with the path that they've yeah. chosen, right? Yeah. Especially artistically. Mm-hmm. And so um, for us, you know, how we get into the conversation, all of us three are going to get into the conversation is what we, we, we want to call the origin story. Like, how did you get on that path? Like, go back as far as you want. And as like Kwaku will always say, tell us as much or as little as you want. But like, this is the part that we love. I love the constellation of events that got you to this phone call right now. And it's it, to me, it's fascinating. I, I mean, to you, to me, you're a unicorn, just like uh, Kwaku. <laughs> said yes an actor you're in la you're an actor and everybody's gonna roll your eyes yeah okay he's an actor but dude is a conductor too dude you know so like how did that all happen yeah, <laughs> a black actor and a black right. conductor yeah black history moment, right. You know? <laughs> right yeah um yeah and y'all have to excuse me because the the lawn workers did decide they had to come at one o'clock today no here, problem. So sorry if y'all hear them banging around. They are my long. No, I don't we even hear we it. time our podcast around it, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, so excuse me. I should say my neighbor's long no workers because, you know, I'm broke. It's no a worries. pandemic. Ain't nobody got no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, brother. Um, I feel true. that. We're traveling all the way back to uh, 73. Um, let's say, mm-hmm. say I was born in 73. So let's say 78, 1978. Um, mm-hmm. I'm from Detroit. Michigan. My mother comes mm-hmm. in the house from Kmart um, with the album to the movie Superman. Wow. Uh, uh-huh. John Williams. Obviously. John Williams. And, yeah. um, you know, the way she tells it, and I kind of loosely remember, you know, I'm pretty young, but she she got it and put it on the thing, and I was super excited about it, and then I got real pissed off because I didn't hear any Margot Kidder. I didn't hear any Christopher Reeve, none of that stuff. All I heard mm-hmm. was, was these sounds, you know. Oh. And so originally I kind of was mad at it. And then gradually, day by day, I just became addicted to those sounds. And mm-hmm. um, so from there, Superman led to Empire Strikes Back, led to E.T., led to Indiana Jones. Oh. And, and I got absorbed by all those movie soundtracks and um, decided I wanted to do an instrument. And, um, you know, for the first, I don't know, six, seven years of my life, the only, the primary music I listened to were movie scores of John Williams. And I just became obsessed mm. with sounds and taught myself instruments and how to hear them and how to, uh, what they look like. And, you know, by this time it's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you know, and, um, yeah, played trombone. That's it, you know? Yeah. So you started off with a bum, 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 That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, I mean, it gives me goosebumps too. I mean, I, I remember 
all of that music, you know, clearly it's, I mean, this is why John Williams is who he is yeah. and um, the way that music, I wasn't raised in a tradition of classical music, but we had all kinds of music in my house and I love music I as well. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that I- He says um, with the guitar <laughs> sitting in frame, right? Yeah, we're in my little office, so it's just all kinds of stuff is right. in here. Um, and so like the way music moves and motivates you as a child yes. now. Um, and so she brought in that your mom brought in the soundtrack. And what I love is that you were like expecting to hear Margot Kidder and Christopher Reeve. And you're like, what is all Nonsense. this noise? Yeah. <laughs> right. so, yeah. And so how, how old were you? You oh, said man, like, just... you said 78, five, right? after, five. Oh, 78. Yeah, five, you were five, five years six, old. Yeah. And, and can you can you break that? I mean, if you remember, what was the feeling like? What do you remember the moment where you started to like sort of gravitate towards it? Was it you know viscerally? What did it feel yeah, like? Yeah, um, that's a great question because I think, and it's good we're talking about that particular composer because he he's always visceral, right? So I think even at five, <laughs> as soon as I started hearing anything low and in a bass register, like kind of mm. uh, pumping something like that, and then I would <laughs> physically <laughs> feel that in my in my body, mm. man. You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. kind of when it just mm -hmm. uh, kind of took off, you know, like literally, mm -hmm. like the music takes off, yeah. your soul takes off, your spirit took off with the music. And it was just, you know, um, yeah, it was nothing quite like that. It was like a, it, it was like a, like, you know, we, I was a little too young to remember Star Wars, but say we get to Empire Strikes yeah. Back and you're in the theater yeah, and yeah. you're sitting there after yeah. a long time going to Galaxy Far Away and you hear the high C, beep, to get it in that, in that yeah. thing, that kind of rush yeah. you get, you know? It yeah. was that kind of thing with the Superman thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh. Okay, so so now you you said you you get to maybe like junior high school, high school. Yeah. When you say, and this is what all radios and Monday guests do this, yeah. like y'all do this humble thing where you're like, yeah. <laughs> then I just you know I started learning this some instruments. You know I picked up a, a bassoon and started learning it, like it's like it's nothing, right? Yeah, and then you know I rolled my around the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and for us like we i want that detail like i you, you know what i mean like so what was the first instrument that you picked up mm, if you remember yeah it was um uh i had a, a a a thing about um well i'll back up i didn't quite know what mm. instrument i wanted to play i just could identify through sound what i thought the instrument represented. Mm. So once I was listening to all these tunes, I thought I wanted to play a trumpet because I'm mm -hmm. noticing the bright sounds and the high sounds and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And um, mm -hmm. and my mother was like, I don't know about that. And then I said, okay, well, what about mm -hmm. the xylophone? Because I heard that plinky, 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 plink was a xylophone. Yeah. And I would turn on the TV and Austin Pops was on and I see the people playing the different instruments. And, Mm, and yeah. um, I said, oh, he's got two sticks. Okay, he can beat on something, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and um, and then my mother said, no, nah, I can't afford one of those. It's too big to get well, in the house. Got it, yeah. And then I mm -hmm. saw the man sitting in the back sliding the the, the slide of the trombone. Uh, and uh -huh. um, I was like, oh, that must be the trumpet sound that I hear, you know, the bright sound. So I actually thought the trombone right. was a trumpet. 
And it turned yeah. out trombone. Uh, I got it in the house. She finally bought me one, or we rented one, and I blew into yeah. it and heard the complete opposite of what I thought it was. <laughs> and um, but I was transfixed. You got that price is right, <laughs> sort of. Completely, you know. And then I was like, well, yeah. I guess this is all right. This will do. And. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I did because it fits my personality a lot better, I think. The trombone. Mm. You know, the trombone is an instrument, you know, uh, as Kwaku knows and maybe you know as well, Damon, I'm, I, I, like I said, I love music. Mm. And one of the musics that I um, I remember hearing for the first time was jazz music. And I loved mm. jazz. Mm-hmm. And part of it was, you know, I think my uncles listened to it. And so they would talk about the you know these names that i thought were also cool names like miles davis elephants gerald you know what i mean every every Mm -hmm. jazz cat has the dopest ass name you know what i mean like dizzy and 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 like you i loved that noise i loved the muted trumpet and it felt like adult music Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. and and it felt like music i shouldn't be listening to so i would kind of listen to it in secret because you know i'm also listening to hip-hop i'm also listening to new edition because that's the music i'm supposed to listen to because i'm a kid (laughs) but then i'd sneak around and i'd hear like ooh, like ella fitzgerald is singing this old ass song and i love it and so when you were coming up playing the trumpet and and uh, not the trumpet the trombone those are i want to say quote odd instruments right right? right. like instruments that it's not like you picked up an electric guitar. It's not like you picked up, you know, like, uh, you know, two turntables or a bass. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you went for sort of a more sort of obscure thing. How? What was that like with your friends? Were, mm-hmm. Was it weird or was it just were you like just so focused that it didn't matter what anybody thought, if anybody thought oh, anything? Man, it, no, man. It completely affected me because it was completely weird. I mean, it's Detroit in the... Yeah. late 70s going into the 80s. You know, by the time mm-hmm. it was about you know, my Adidas and I need love. And yeah. you just said mm-hmm. new edition. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand those cats because they got all the girls, man. <laughs> they, you know, if you had to, if you couldn't like move and dance and sing the new edition, yeah. you didn't like none of that stuff, you were in trouble. But here I am locked up in yeah. my room reading Julius Caesar, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know uh, listening to Star Wars and Superman. And I mean, really listening to the part of like really knowing the music of these things. It was just odd. You know, I've always been an odd cat anyway, but yeah, yeah, it didn't help. It didn't help me like win a lot of friends. (laughs) He said it didn't help. I mean, like, you know, socially and, you know, in terms of what kids were doing in the eighties, you know, I played a little basketball and stuff, but in terms of, cultural stuff i was always trying to fit in because of mm-hmm. the things that i did that other people um didn't do you know so mm-hmm. yeah. and of course people are like oh he just you know he's his own person and i kind of been been right. away ever since actually so right but yeah right. it was hard can i ask too. you yeah can i can i ask you like a, a one of probably it's gonna be many geeky music questions <laughs> please yeah 
that's another reason why I brought him on because Kwaku's a big old music dork too. It. Like Huge. I'm a music dork, right? But like I can't be like, oh, that high C or that like that D flat diminished whatever. But Kwaku can drop <laughs> oh, some of that, man. and I know Damon can. So anyway, Damon, it didn't help me either. I feel like you and I are working on a biography together uh, about uh, our adolescent years. Just called it didn't help. Everything <laughs> Where'd you grow up, Kwaku? Where'd you grow up? I grew up um, initially in the okay. Bronx, and then my parents moved um, about 15 miles north of New okay. York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. it just didn't help. I love that. I, I might get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, you know, the songs, like, it's funny because John Williams, from a classical standpoint, is, like, borderline pop music. Right. Is considered right. that, even though he's brilliant at what right. he does. Mm-hmm. And so... Did you ever feel, and this is what's going to seem dorky, with the amount of melody that you would hear in those scores compared to something like uh, like, like a hook for my Adidas? <laughs> right. Did you ever like feel like that it was so simplistic that it was insulting? Absolutely, bro. In the, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And then how, how and so like, put, like doubling down on Otto's question, how were you able to connect with your with your friends in that way you know right and so i'm gonna gonna give you like i was we were doing a podcast i don't even know if we released this one we were talking about the show no we didn't yet we're talking about Mm -hmm. the show bridger yeah which is on netflix right and my wife's like let's watch it and i'm like all right cool we watched it and at one point i'm just like this is annoying because I know what's going to happen and it's not happening in a really good way. <laughs> not good, like, you know right. what I mean? But it's so right. obvious. I'm like, I'm not the audience for this. And that frustrates me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and when you think about, you know, like teenage or like pre-adolescent culture, but specifically black culture, which is so tied to mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. 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 How did you navigate that, that frustration? Bro, I don't, yeah, that's wow. Good question, man. I, I don't know if I I did other than just getting through it. I mean, I had a minute where I tried to fit in and I you said I said, you know what? It's lonely. I don't really uh I don't right. click a knot with all these cats up the street. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy LL Cool J's I'm bad, you know. I'm gonna <laughs> buy this album and I'm gonna sit yeah. in my room and cause my stepsister, you know, she would play it, you know, if she came over, whatever on her uh on her boom box or whatever. And um, right. so I did it one day and I put it on and I was trying to do it. And I never will forget my stepfather. I got this little knock on the door one day and just, nah, 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 nah. he said, Day, hey, you know, they call me Day. Say, Day, can yeah. I talk to you for a second? I said, Yeah, you know, I'm pushing my glasses up on my nose, like, Yeah, you can talk to me. You know, I'm like the nerdiest cat, you know, in the world. Yeah. Come on. Yep. <laughs> Hi, two nerds speaking. Two black you nerds know, right blurred, here. Blurred, You're in the right company. Dude say knock on the door. Yeah. He said to me, um, they um and he just he just looked at me and I'll never forget it. He said, It's not you, man. <laughs> Wow, I love it. And you know, my pride was it. hurt because I, it needed to be me because the girls liked all of that and I need love yeah, yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. that, the other and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, but I wrote yeah. you a symphony. You know, I wrote you a song. I got like this trumpets and violins mm-hmm. and all that. Like, yeah. yeah, that's nice, but I need love. Do, 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 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but girl, there are no parallel fits yeah. in this piece. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. I'm like, where's your major seventh? I don't understand. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I love it. I I'm love trying it. to be. I'm trying to be your root note, girl. <laughs> I know. That's I'm trying to be I love your triad. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No matter how you That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But they didn't you, want to hear you know that. What's funny about they didn't want to hear that. Yeah. Man. So but, it was like I was always a nice kid, so I got along with people and people liked me. But yeah. I never really had a yeah. a crew, you know, and you know, I didn't right. run with a crew. Right. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. What I love about the uh, LL thing is I I I love me some LL back in the day, but that I need love song. <laughs> it. Mm, Death when it was right. out, like right. I was like, all all respect to Uncle L, but I hated that <laughs> song because I'm like, we got Prince, right. what's he doing? Right. Like, stop that, right. No, no, right. no, bro, you know what I mean? Right. So, anyway, that is right. funny, yes, yes. Uh, Blurds Unite here, okay, yeah, now, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is the stuff that really um, um, excites me, and this is why we've been doing this for a couple of years, Kwaku and I, is because, like like I said to him, I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i cool with name and all that stuff, but I don't yeah, really know him, know yeah. him. So it's like I'm getting surprised and I'm getting inspired by, you know, sort of the connection that we've all already sort of had with, you know, our shared experience because, again, we're three nerds growing up and, and sort of all have experienced that that being sort of different yeah. like you know when i was like yes i did like the hip-hop and i did like r&b but like when i'm pulling out old blues right. records or i'm bumping led zeppelin you know what right. i mean like brothers yeah. are like what the hell are you right. doing what is right. this stuff and i'm like have you heard this the, right dude it's amazing right. so it, it it's great to see i mean you know, the end of this story, as we sort of can surmise, is that you continued to do yeah, this. Like yeah. it didn't you weren't derailed by sort of being a maverick um, in Detroit and listening to and, and composing music. So let's let's keep going. So like what when did you start to I know you had formal schooling in mm-hmm. this. When did that sort of start your trajectory to becoming a professional in these two areas the acting we'll talk about as well um well um i was fortunate um there was a a really good fine arts camp in michigan uh well blue Mm -hmm. i couldn't get in the interlocking which is where i wanted to go but we couldn't afford all of that great program um so i went to blue lake fine arts camp and um there was a conductor there older gentleman fritz uh stansel is his name and and Mm -hmm. i went up to him i said you know i've been reading all these books on conducting all this stuff i'd love to conduct the orchestra you know he kind of smiled and laughed you know he was this 15 year old mm-hmm. kid wanting to conduct the orchestra that kind of thing mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. then he saw me practicing one day and he said you know what i'm gonna give you some some music and he did and i conducted it and he was pleased he gave me some more i conducted it he was pleased and he said i need to hook you up with a a, a famous conducting teacher named elizabeth mm-hmm. green who was on faculty at the university of michigan uh, school of mm-hmm. music at the time and um, we drove up one day and she gave me some lessons and she said, you know, you need to study this. You need to do this. And you probably need to come to the University of Michigan, which is kind of where I wanted to go to school anyway. And right. um, so, you know, I was raring to go by the time I got out the house and got in the undergrad in Michigan. Uh, that's mm-hmm. where I laid down my my um, training and my roots and mm-hmm. 
I kept mm-hmm. learning and I was already behind, you know, because we, we're talking about this stuff culturally. And I mean, because yeah. people, a lot of uh, a lot of us didn't do this. We often didn't yeah, know right. where to go, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. there were mm-hmm. people doing it, but we weren't often always con- connected. You know what I mean? And we didn't right. always right. socialize. So when I got to Michigan, I was already um, behind uh, in a lot of ways, uh, but mm-hmm. eager, you know, and, and mm-hmm. a good worker. And so I spent my four years of music school and undergrad there, you know. Um, and and talk to me like I'm a two year old mm. because as much as I love music and I do know some cr- classical music, I do listen to it, but I don't have a you know a knowledge of it like I listen to blues or Prince or whoever. Mm. You know, all I know of conducting is what I've seen when I've gone and seen an orchestra and also Bugs Bunny <laughs> right, conducting, right. right? So that's a good bass right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Walk me through what is a conductor doing or what is that? What is that? What is that? Well, I think the conductor is, is um, a unifier in a way and an interpreter. Mm-hmm. Somebody for certain pieces, not all, needs to be able to mm-hmm. stand there and guide and lead. So mm-hmm. technically you're mm-hmm. keeping time, uh, mm-hmm. but you're also shaping, phrasing, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're putting a stamp on an interpretation, so to, so to speak, mm-hmm. because quite often mm-hmm. these orchestras can play this stuff without you, some of them, some pieces, mm-hmm. but then some people you get into like, right. I don't know, uh, you're a guitar player who likes rock and rollers. You know how these jazz musicians love the Rite of Spring, right? They love Stravinsky. Yeah. And they get, mm-hmm. there's no way you're not, you're doing Stravinsky without a conductor. You're not doing the Rite of Spring mm-hmm. without a conductor, generally. You know, you're mm-hmm. not. So mm-hmm. somebody has to stand there and dictate tempos, time, pacing, dynamics. dynamics. And and mm-hmm. then, you know, you realize the better the ensemble, like, you know, there, there are, like you're in New York, you have Orpheus there, you have other chamber ensembles mm-hmm. that don't use a conductor, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so it depends. But generally, you know, you ask a musician that question, they'll be like, exactly. What the hell does a conductor do? Get out of place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, right, right. Well, what it sounds like, it's also that, you know, the more complex the music, you know, me having just a little baseline level of music experience, it's like if you have, you know, a band of four people just with, a, you know, bass drums and all mm-hmm. that stuff, what, you know, I can see where you don't need a conductor, but if you have, I don't know, hundreds right. of musicians or a hundred right. musicians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. different sections, right. um, you are the glue that holds everything together. And it makes me think that if I listen to the same piece, closing my eyes with a different di- conductor, I would, f- it would f- be a different That's piece right. of music, That's right? right. Yeah. Okay. And it's like your taste. And also, I think if you've, I'm I'm guessing if you've worked with, let's say, the same ensemble for a while, you guys start to understand more sort of intricately what you as the conductor are asking for when you like give that symbol, you know, give the signal to the the strings or the violins to do what they're Mm -hmm. doing. Oh, so that's a really, um, it's a really, I mean, at the same time, it's it sounds subtle, but it's a, it's a really um, important uh, piece, and and I wonder where what the history of that mm-hmm. is. It like where when did it? 
when did they when did like the Ooh. musicians go oh go ahead Quack. i was gonna say before you get into the history yeah uh and damon this is a question that's tailor made for you mm-hmm. can you compare the role of a conductor um let's say with an orchestra to um a director mm-hmm. on a tv mm-hmm. show you know uh-huh. you have a tv series where you have yeah, yeah. different people directing different right. episodes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They, and it has a different feel even though similar to a score the script has been written right that's great the wardrobe mm-hmm. has been chosen mm-hmm. so what's the director doing theoretically right, right. Mm-hmm. kind of shaping and guiding yeah two? that's a great comparison and um because mm-hmm. some people sometimes ask because i've conducted do i want to direct and i often say oh hell no because <laughs> i honestly think directing tv specifically because there's so many elements and so many get- Yes, sometimes that that's a whole different beast. You know, I think mm-hmm. um, I think the similarities are psychology. You know, managing mm-hmm. large groups of people, uh, trying to get mm-hmm. everyone on board with a particular vision, um, mm-hmm. uh, motivation or not. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I think. I don't know. It kind of stops there. They're just two completely different, um, different worlds. And, and I honestly feel like because music, and I mean, you know, I hate, I I don't know. Sometimes I get in trouble for saying this, but I feel like music is clearly the, to me, the the greatest of the art forms that we have in my heart. I feel that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a sense, you know, you know, it just it just is. And I think specifically yeah. you get into the realms of classical music with this ensemble of 90-something people with all these songs mm-hmm. coming together and playing these chords and runs and all this. There's really kind of nothing uh, like that, you know. And right. so I think to step right. up and lead that is just a, um, a different kind of... Um, <clears throat> adventure than uh you know being on a set and what about the uh the emotional interpretation piece you know and and so you guys can speak to this more than i can but it feels like because i've never been a, a, a director within the the context that you guys are describing but it mm. feels like the director has the ability to see the whole thing mm. happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be in the scene, not the producer, as far as like how everything's coming together with like the location and stuff, although the director has some, right. but the ability to see that and with music where it's sort of like, all right, we've started and we're going to keep going and mm-hmm. we're going to have to make these changes on the fly, or I'm hearing this thing that's not coming out as much as right. it should, but it can, maybe you're not tonight. You're not hearing it the way mm-hmm. I am. My job standing up here as the conductor is to be like, all right, cool. I, I need more right. things, and I need everybody else to quiet down. And then we're, we're dragging a little bit. So, all right, right. section, you know, pick, pick it up. Right. So mm-hmm. you're doing that in real time. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and as the director, it's sort of like, you're doing it almost like, uh, I wouldn't say measure by measure, but let's say section, but not even, sometimes it's section by section, yeah. but even if it's just like parts of the yeah. piece, yeah, yeah, by yeah. parts of the piece. Where it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna have to go back and do that right. again. And if we could, you know, you, so you get a break. At, at least you me, get a break. Yeah, you get a break, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a yeah, break yeah. and you get to pause yeah. and reflect yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, let's let's do lunch. And we'll <laughs> come right, back and maybe right, shoot right, that again. Right, right. You know, but when you're conducting, it's like, all right, well, we are we're going right. here. 
there are mm-hmm. people watching. That's right. Yeah. Or even in rehearsal, <laughs> yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I have 90 minutes to get through this. Right. We'll stop. We'll do this. We'll do X, Y, and Z. But there's no trailer to go back to, per se. You know, right. the break is going to be 20 minutes. It won't be, you know, an hour right. and a half, thanks to the superstar being difficult. None of that mess, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, oh, you've yeah, worked, yeah. you've worked with Austin. <laughs> 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 okay. I don't that want to say anything. Don't, don't look me in the eye. Stop looking <laughs> me in the eye. Character names <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah, the stories I've heard when he's, you know, in space in the in the movie there with Hilly. <laughs> you know, that guy, that Otto guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that's just how I do, you know, because I believe in myself, you know, and that's hey, you know, really in the no, character. Right. I don't know why we're not actually shooting this in space. What the <laughs> it was in my contract. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm sorry. I no. Alter, what were you yeah. asking about the history? Well, I, it's just, I mean, more just my own curiosity um, with all of this. I mean, there's two things. Um, one, I, I love what you said about, I agree as well, that I think that music is like the highest of art forms because I think it's so weird, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's weird that animals, this, you know, us, this, we're a primate. We lit, we hear frequencies that at least in Western music have 12 tones and then they don't, they don't go on forever, right? There's another 12 tones. They're <laughs> just, as we perceive it higher. Right? right. And so there's this sort of way that we've, that we hear and perceive sounds and beats and tempos that is o- is the only way music is possible. And it seems like such a trick of nature that we hear mm-hmm. it. And I wonder if like, you know, dogs actually hear it or, or other animals hear it, but it's such a weird thing. It's like, I'm not a woo woo guy, but that's the only magic I'll, you know, believe in because I'm like, why, why do I hear, right. <laughs> why do I hear sounds right. this way? Why don't, you know, frequencies extend into infinitum, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I'll say. And the other thing is like, you know, I guess I'm going to answer the question um, because you guys have given me the answer, right? When you have a hundred people playing 40 different instruments, you know what I mean? In different sections, how can you do that without somebody going, all right, you guys go first, you guys mm-hmm. go second, uh, you guys come in at this, you know, on this measure and I need it there. You know, you actually need somebody to do that because it's just, you know, it'll be hurting cats at one point. Like who, who, yeah. who tells you to start, who tells you to end? I mean, in, even in jazz, right. As much as I love jazz and it's improvisational, um, um, the aspect of it, it's not like Miles Davis had absolutely nothing written down, right. absolutely no idea right. what they were going to do. He knew right. it's going to be in the key of G, yeah. and this is going to hear, and then too, can't yeah. Come come in. Yeah. yeah, there's a structure, yeah. and here's the here's the thing that I'm thinking of. Okay, then you start. You know what I mean? So that has happened. So now I have a fuller picture as a you know a neophyte of what a conductor is beyond, you know, what I've seen on, you know, Bugs Bunny or what I've done myself when I'm listening to, um, you know, orchestral music. Who doesn't do that? Who doesn't sit there and go, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da? It was interesting. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, Uh, please. Thinking about that, you got me thinking about the two worlds, and we were just talking about structure, but freedom within Mm -hmm. that structure, you know, with jazz. And then it's like the total opposite. I feel like in a classical mm-hmm. world, like there's so yeah. much 
I don't want to say, uh, some people would say rigidity, but I think there's just so much mm -hmm. um, formalized, like this is the way this needs to go right now. We don't have right. uh, the option to step outside the lines and explore as much. And I know I've, I started to learn right. a lot about that because I, I was uh, Marcus Miller's uh, conductor for some of his European engagements, uh, mm -hmm. the, the great bassist, obviously, who obviously studied and yeah. played with Miles. And um, mm -hmm. the rehearsals used to be really interesting because jazz musicians could get together and they take all the time in the world they need. They're going to figure it out. Three hours. Yeah. No problem. Mm -hmm. And then they would get around the orchestra sometime and think that the orchestra had the same amount of time yeah. <laughs> to sit in orchestra yeah. musicians, yeah, especially over there in yeah. France. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would be ready yeah. to let them know. You know, that no, that's not how yeah. we do stuff. <laughs> we, we can't take three, three, three hours on um on some of these, on yeah, on some of these uh, you know, some of these notes which don't challenge them the way Stravinsky would or Tchaikovsky would or Brahms would or Beethoven. Right. And so sometimes right. you have to navigate explaining that to some of the other musicians, you know, because you come from a world of freedom within structure and we can hash yeah. out ideas. These people need to play and be like up bow, down bow, how loud, how soft right. let's go. You know, right. And that's interesting because uh one of my favorite albums or one of my favorite you know combinations of what we're talking about is uh, sketches in spain miles davis when he and gil evans you know that that's the two different worlds right where you have this purely improvisational um trumpet uh, mm. player um doing some more orchestral um composed work with an orchestra and i always wonder especially now that we're having this conversation i that little detail that you gave me, I would have never thought of because I'm like, oh, I guess they kind of composed it and then Miles laid down a couple of things. But like those are two completely different ways of thinking about music mm -hmm. and working mm -hmm. with music. Mm -hmm. And most jazz musicians, unlike Miles and a couple of those guys, didn't even go to a formal school like they they don't a, a lot of uh, maybe more on the blues side, but like, like a lot of those jazz cats don't I don't think they have too much music theory whereas I think that if you're in an orchestra there's no way you can't have like gobs of music theory and understanding well, that is that's that interesting true? because I feel like jazzers mm. have a better understanding of music theory than like I've mm. always said I I've messed up not being able to study jazz theory first because I think they have mm. a greater sense of uh, oral capabilities tones, colors, mm -hmm. chords, mm -hmm. rhythm, a lot of things. A lot of classical musicians, honestly, I think a lot of us, once mm -hmm. we get past those courses in in undergrad or whatever, we get lazy with that kind of stuff. And I bet if you uh. went up to some of these violinists or a certain wind player or whatever and asked them, okay, is that a sharp nine? Or is that a, mm. uh, uh, a major seven or... Major nine, Five, you know, they mm -hmm. honestly, I think a lot of us aren't as sharp with that, but because jazz mm. musicians have to listen and they grew up learning. Right. Uh, and I mean, obviously some people are classically trained, but the ones yeah. who grew up yeah. in, in church and all of a sudden they could just play the saxophone, you know, and mm -hmm. run up and down scales and say, okay, this is pentatonic, this is Lydian, this is Phrygian, these are the modes. I mean, that's oral learning mm -hmm. that I think gets yeah. honed by jazz in a different way. My girlfriend's a, a, a jazz singer and also an opera singer. And, oh, um, cool. you know, like 
jazz and oh, opera? Oh, yeah, she went to Ithaca in uh, New York. Oh, wow. And she's also like a Shakespeare scholar. So we like peas in the pot. <laughs> but with her... Yo, like her, what is that household like? <laughs> Seriously. There's someone out there for this, this household, That's Bro, this household say. is watching she the Clippers... <laughs> this household is watching that. the Super Bowl. We like some some bums it. up in here, but um yeah. <laughs> beloved bums. But no, like her yeah, ear, man, it. just because she mm-hmm. had a trio for a while, used to sing at some restaurants in, in LA. And mm-hmm. her ear, like the stuff she picks up so quickly sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I had that. But my stuff was so formal yeah. because it was like the mm-hmm. method book. And it was like you play mm-hmm. the etudes and the exercises da, 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 and you see the note and you didn't learn enough orally you know i didn't take in enough right. just orally and that's why i've always envied right. a lot of jazz musicians i know because they can hear stuff like marcus man he's whoo he got i mean he's uh incredible and so nice and he yeah. he got me good yeah. one day i was like man i stopped him on something and it was a note that just didn't sound like it was just really funky because, you know, I'm coming from the classical tradition and blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, Marcus, yeah. I just want to check this note. I don't know if that's right. And he looked at me and he said, D, that's the funk, man. That's the funk. That's the funk. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the blue note. That's the past Or the right several right times. Because yeah. at the time, he would have guests like Roy Hargrove, rest his soul. What? Oh, man. Rip. A dude, look. That's man, my dude. Wow. Man, heartbreaking. Because honestly. Wow. That cat, I swear, I have never been transfixed as I was watching Roy Hargrove play a flugelhorn solo on a, a piece that was all strings, and there was a solo break in it for him and the combo. And so I just got to step off to the side while he played his solo. And there's a picture. I'm going to send you this picture. There's a Oh. Have you seen this? There's a picture. I, yeah, you put yeah, it on Instagram, yeah, yeah, didn't I mean, you? just looking at And the look on my face is like, damn. I must have commented on that because I remember yeah. that picture yeah. and I was like, is that right? Yes, real? sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh, But those wow. cats, they'll okay. come up to you and they'll mm-hmm. be intimidated as hell sometimes looking down at the score because they don't exactly yeah. know where everything is, but they know right. where everything is. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. know exactly <laughs> where everything is. And some of them will come up and be like, that's mm. a wrong note. And you'd be like, oh, where? And you'd be like, yeah, because it's some funky alternate, some chord that they know that that is without is is outside of my um knowledge or because i haven't heard uh-huh. i haven't learned to listen that way i'm looking at one four five one you know and they're yeah. like no nah, we got this possibility that possibility so i yeah i admire uh jazz musicians a hell of a lot because i just think their yeah. ears are you know yeah those are grown-up ears <laughs> yeah it's fun. Yeah. so what you're describing it, it and i feel like i mean we should give this guy like some sort of credit or whatever because i feel like we always mention his book but oh. it mm. the, the the book range i don't know if you no, read I this book, Damon, no. but i think i i think what's what's the guy's david name epstein? Da- is oh, it epstein? david epstein da- yeah Deb- david epstein i'm pretty sure i'll look it up anyway the name of the book yeah. is range mm-hmm. and the and the point of the book is that it talks about the benefits of having people who are um, uh, generalists within a world of specialists. Mm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're talking, you know, because I, you know, I went to, I went to the new school oh, cool. um, in yes, New York sir. City and we would only be able to take our theory classes at Manus uptown. We couldn't take it in the jazz school. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> um, right. 
and it was interesting, but there was one course we could take. Anyway, so, you know, I was taking these classes and, um, and the, what I noticed was with the classical musicians, it was literally about execution. Right, right. Yeah, that's it. I hear that. And, mm -hmm. and, yep. and, and what you're talking about as far as like the ear is concerned and how you hear chords, because every musician does. If you're, if you're playing rock music, you hear, a, you hear a song a certain way. That's why if you have different types of artists cover a song, it sounds like them because it's tied to the way that they hear chords mm -hmm. coming together. We mm -hmm. all do it. Otto, you do it. I do it. We all do it. Like mm -hmm. you hear something and, and if you're singing a harmony, maybe you're going to sing that third always. Yeah, right. You're going to sing the fifth right. or you're going to add something weird to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, do, you sing the fifth without the third, whatever the case is. And so it's really interesting the way you're describing this because you're really placing the jazz musicians in the generalist piece mm -hmm. where they are tying their the way that they react to music to all of these instances and these experiences that they've had combined with the range of theory that right. they know. And some, you know, I know jazz guys who know a ton yeah. of theory and some who, you know, yeah. don't really know any yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and then, but with the classical musicians, it's, you understand the theory as far as being able to read your parts and understanding how it works if you're playing in conjunction with other mm -hmm. people, but not how to move away from your part and mm. react to what's often, happening yes. often. Mm. because it's not about the reacting it's right. about the execution and, yeah. playing I'm no sorry, uniformity playing. yeah and play together exactly. and interests exactly. needing to be together attacks needing to be together and you know yeah yeah i, I hear you and chasing yeah. and chasing this this version of this song which ironically no one's ever heard because music wasn't recorded, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, you know, it, it's almost like it's it's almost biblical in a way. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. You have this score, which is your Bible, which is saying this is how you yeah. play it, but right. no one can actually. That's verify right. That's right. That this is how. Well, you that's play that's it. part of the great uh, debate about interpretation. I mean, like, right. you know, like there are schools of thought. No, you don't do this. You take this tempo. You do this. You double dot this. You right. so this is Mozart. It needs to be blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like right. Well, last I heard, I I haven't heard any Mozart. Well, last I yeah, heard, right. how can you be angry at me for taking this retardando and this particular passage mm -hmm. of a so-and-so symphony when we don't, we have no idea what that sounded like in 1860, whoever. You know, so I think a lot of people, yeah. there are some people who are absolute purists regarding that. Right. And um, and and excellent, you know, but it often mm -hmm. brings up that debate as to what how much leeway you have to do this your way like take lenny bernstein i mean come on man especially some mm -hmm. of those pieces yeah. before he died those tempi so slow mm -hmm. slow but it's personal it's all personal right you know but right. does that have to do with him being a great aficionado of jazz and freedom and him being mm -hmm. a composer we don't know you know sure maybe but you know it's just fascinating and i think i would go ahead go ahead oh, oh, no, I, no, I think part one of my weaknesses as a a musician as a currently i'm not really actively playing which i think is um mm -hmm. a detriment but b um the rigidity of it i think has um limited me like i i need to be mm -hmm. in a jazz band right now you know for the first time mm -hmm. in my life freeing stuff up right 
and being uncomfortable yeah, yeah. and stretching and, messing and, and learning. Yeah. listening yeah. harder and instead of kind of standing up in front of 90 people doing pieces or a piece that most of them have played more years than you're alive you know what i mean right right so um so i hear you but there's that whole thing about interpretation man like this is the way it goes and you're like but is it you know see now that interpretation piece that and and i'll turn it we used to have these long conversations about mm -hmm. religion but mm -hmm. that reminds me so much because you have different versions of the Bible. Yes, right. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Interpretation. You know, interpretation. Translation. Different yeah. interpretation. Like, mm -hmm. The King yeah, James Version yeah. and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. there was, and so speaking of like the generalist versus the specialist piece, a lot of those interpretations weren't really tied to religion, but mm -hmm. tied to what was and, happening nah, in society. That's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. And how that would dictate. Yeah the word that 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 whoever i'm going to say wanted to be put out on sunday mornings right yep. right you yep. know um yep. and i'm going to tag this we're going to come back mm. to this but have you heard um uh claire de lune what is the guy's name what's the jazz musician's name otto uh kamasi washington i have not oh, heard kamasi's claire de lune i have mm. not yeah all right we're gonna we're gonna have to circle okay. back to that. Otto, yeah. I feel like you had something you wanted to say. No, no, no. I, uh, with the sort of rigidity, um, you know, of the, the the more you know, let's say if we we split the line between the, the orchestral and the jazz and the sort of like um, something that seems like it's something that happens in the moment um, as opposed to something that's like everybody's trying to figure out how it was originally played. I feel that same way with Shakespeare. Yes, a lot of times mm, I get yep. so yes. sick of yep. it because as an actor, again, I, you know, I didn't come up through the sort of like acting, you know, Yales and the Juilliards and all that stuff, which I have no problem with. And, you know, that's you all great. Not, but I have to come over there and do I, I know, I know. I, you're, you're, you're one of those cats, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? And, you know, but like, I feel that rigidity with Shakespeare, like it's supposed to be done this way. This, this comma means that. And yes. it doesn't feel like there's a, a place to interpret yeah. it you know, with who you are, because yeah, I don't know who the fuck Hamlet was because I wasn't right. alive back right, then. Right. And, and he's also an imaginary uh, person. And I'm used to try to going into something with not that much rigidity yeah. um, with it. Yeah. And I, I guess the thing I'm thinking of, I have seen plenty of Shakespeare where whoever's playing whatever that part is, it's like, oh my God, it's kind of a revelation. What is she doing? Oh my gosh, mm. right? How is she sort of in, still, I guess, following the rules, which I kind of hate doing, <laughs> but yeah. also making it like beautiful, <laughs> right? Is there, you know, are there, and I'm not demonizing orchestral music at all, but I'm saying, are there like musicians or ensembles yeah. Yeah. that play mozart but like they are putting their yes, stank sir. on yes, it yeah. and it feels like Ooh, like this is new absolutely this is fun. Yeah, okay. there are, there are right. plenty of ensembles that do that or there are conductors who mm -hmm. are period specialists and they have baroque practices mm -hmm. or they play with baroque bowls or they do interpretations mm -hmm. and make reputations for doing um the style of music their way and that right i, I just um I have, I've never been a part of anything like that. And it probably would do mm -hmm. me a, a lot of good to do um, just that, just to get a different slice of, of um, freeing up again, releasing that kind of rigidity. Mm -hmm. And to the Shakespeare point, yeah. you know, like I said, my girlfriend is Shakespeare scholar, really. It's her, that's her, mm -hmm. 
her. That's her dude, yeah. man. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. mess with her on yeah. Shakespeare, Jack. I, <laughs> I get scared to even yeah. like do monologue in front of him, man. I, but yeah, yeah, and I too. love the stuff. I do. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had that mm-hmm. debate sometimes because she knows it so well and fantastically yeah. well. And she's kind mm-hmm. of a purist, but there's also yeah. this desire within to kind of break some of those rules. Because I'm always like, fuck right. that comma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or I'm always like, you know, what if it was like, you know, Brando's Mark Antony and not yeah. so-and-so? Or what yeah. if I want to take some time there? And and I think, you know, it's right. kind of like, I'm like you that way. Like, I'm a Black dude from Detroit mm-hmm. doing Shakespeare, though. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, I know yeah. you taught me to speak a certain way, but this shit is impersonal mm-hmm. as hell. Like, I'm a right. 48-year-old yeah. dude right now who understands yeah. a lot about Leontes and all these other characters, mm-hmm. but how can I make mm-hmm. it personal? And, and right. uh, also, that translates to my other art as well, I'll be honest, with the conducted stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, my may not be Lenny's Tchaikovsky, and I may yeah. feel a lot more passionate about this F-sharp minor than so-and-so, mm-hmm. but you're told you have to stand a particular way and you have to physically communicate a particular way. Right. You're like, this shit right. is all outside of me. You know what yeah. I mean? How do you yeah. bring it into who you are? You know, so yeah. that's... I'm getting a little off course, but that's kind of like my pen. No, 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 no. That's right on course. Because yeah. I was going to ask you with what you were describing around the rigidity mm. of how you uh, learned and primarily experienced music. How does that translate into what you do as an oh, actor? Yeah. Where it feels yeah. like um, the people who figure out the way, and, and no way am I an actor. So this is just based off of doing these sort of conversations and talking to Otto, the people who figure out a way to make parts their own Mm -hmm. while, you know, striking that balance while still respecting the integrity of what Mm. is written and what is being Mm -hmm. communicated. And it feels like from what you're describing musically, you are on one end where you're just like, I'm here as a vessel to interpret what was written hundreds of years Mm -hmm. ago. But then as an actor, it feels like you have to you know, interpret what was written, you know, a couple months ago, but mm-hmm. then also personalize it in a way where people start to see you embodying that yeah. character. So mm-hmm. how do you strike that balance between the two creative forms that you you're know, in when they ask for different to things? To tell you the truth, um, a lot of conducting is asking of me now the same thing. How okay. personally do you see this? That's great. You can wave your arm and you can, we can come in. On, but what do you feel here what do you communicate here right so it's actually a, i'm at a point where they're starting to blend which is interesting because mm-hmm. i didn't That's see nice. that about 10 years ago and it's tripping me up a mm-hmm. little bit because you have to start step back and kind of rethink oh yeah how do i see that how would i do mm-hmm. that now as a 48 year old man and conversely mm-hmm. in acting man i'll just share this because I love talking to you cats. This is cool. I'm like, oh, this shit needs to happen often. But yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But next time we um, get <laughs> I got a reason for that, and I'll tell y'all later. No, no, <laughs> but, no, okay. no worries, bro. No, it's all good. I was just, yeah. I was just joking. I was but just joking. Um, um, I had an audition for a director that I really love right now. Uh, it was a callback mm-hmm. just this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. And a, mm-hmm. a director that I really esteem. And I mm-hmm. was absolutely terrible. 
Mm. Like absolutely mm. jacked just in to me too. It, uh, jacked up in mm. it. And I got to talking to, mm. uh, to Megan, uh, my partner, about it. And I said, you know what the problem is right now? I have no, I'm not able to free up and get off the page. Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm reading notes. Mm. I'm not improvising. Interpreting. I'm interpreting. The con- maybe yeah. more the conductor hat is on, the more rigid, this is the way mm-hmm. it goes. Because I've mm-hmm. been on the show and so cop procedural this and cop procedural that come in and say the lap. Right. But what do you have mm-hmm. to say personally? Like some mm-hmm. dawned on me, oh boy, oh boy, that muscle's kind of stunted. It actually mm-hmm. isn't as free. Like I can't, I'm, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh. So yeah. that's what you kind of have to work on. So, you know, trying to answer your question about what um how do i strike a balance i don't know if i found yeah. it i don't i don't know what it mm-hmm. is yet like i haven't i honestly yeah. haven't learned to riff enough as an actor i haven't learned to mm-hmm. improvise and freeform and in either profession really and it's kind of like that's what pandemic time has been about for me is trying to figure out how do you get back to soul self and expression yeah. in this and freedom you just gave me goosebumps with yeah. that because mm-hmm. you were talking about expressing yourself through the subtext mm-hmm. of someone mm-hmm. else's work. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right, yeah. And, right. You know, I, I went through exactly the same thing you did um, just a couple of days ago, too. And, and I was I, I had that conversation with myself because, again, you know, you mentioned pandemic. So this callback or meeting and all that stuff was also over yeah. Zoom. I'm yeah. standing in apartment yeah. and you know you're trying to act with somebody who is actually not in the room and do you look at the camera like all that crap and it just sort of like sort of dulled anything that I could yeah. do because again it's it's so removed from actually being in the room and actually being able to sort of like actually conversate and actually work on exactly. something that you know there's something about it and the and the thing that I guess we all have to have as artists because it's it's all the art that we all admire. I would just put that all in your head because I think we're all in the same sort of boat where we have to have a level of respective, respectable irreverence, mm. right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, like you said, fuck this comma, right? <laughs> let me, let me, fuck this comma. <laughs> like, why am I talking about a comma? I'm trying to act. I just, you know, I killed my mother who's coming, you know, and then the angel is supposed to come. And then the, I don't know, I'm trying to do some Shakespeare. And I can't even do it well, right? You know what I mean? Some shit's going on. And so like finding yourself in it and then not apologizing for yeah. it, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I think- that. I never really saw how similar conducting could be to acting, but it is what you just said, Kwaku, where it's like, this is Mozart. Yeah. This is set in stone. Yeah. And this is how it was played in the <laughs> 1400s. And this is when it comes in or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Is that, is that like, what Mozart sounds like? Yeah, by yeah, the way? I, that's exactly <laughs> you know what I mean. That's right. I'm just you guessing because people seem to know. Right. And so, like, I, I, I'm glad we're, you know, I, I, we're having the same sort of conversation in our heads and we're having the same artistic issue. It's like, pushing through and saying fuck that comma yeah, let me do it my way and if you don't like it okay, well fuck you go and even ahead, on girl. top of that you know. I, I told I, I, yeah. uh, speaking as actors you, you know you and i obviously yes. all three of us we've had interesting experiences growing up like 
What's mm-hmm. Otto's black? What's Damon's black? We're black actors, yeah, right? right? We get into yeah, that whole yeah. discussion about mm-hmm. what your performance yep. should be and what this yes. thing. And that's a whole nother level to me on top of all of that as mm-hmm. you try to suss out who yeah. you are individually in all this work in these roles, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a big year for us, black actor wise, yeah. you know. And then you look yeah. through the you pull the curtains back a little bit, you're like, yeah, where do where do I fit into that? And what yeah. tables are yeah. you invited to? What material are you supposed to bring your personal life to? Are you getting that right. material? Are you getting that opportunity? Then right. you know, right. I won't speak for your experience, but for mine, it's kind of like, no, you know? Yeah. So you have to, okay, yeah. you have to create it and interpret for yourself yeah. what you want to say and what you want to do. But it's kind of like, yeah, I also mm-hmm. got to eat and I want a job and I want to work yeah. with so-and-so, you know, Right. It's yeah. all personal stuff. It's personal interpretation, freedom, riffing. You know. It's, yeah. It's funny that you bring yeah. that up. Mm-hmm. This weekend, I watched uh, Judas and the Messiah. Oh, I watched it last yet. night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. And so what? So I and Otto, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything by ruining it. No like, problem. Like you do to me with everything <laughs> that we ever talk about. Um, but at one point, I'm watching this movie with my wife, and I'm just like. Man, everybody in this movie is black. That's right, right. <laughs> it's right. right. It's right. like everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and so I mean, and you know, I'll see something, and I'll be like, "Well, why is it Otto in this?" And it's just me right. selfishly. I'm right. like, well, sure, this sure. is right. something like mm-hmm. I, I know. And beyond him being my friend, I, I've seen other actors. I know right. him. I know what he's right. capable of. Mm-hmm. I know what he might have done in some of these right. roles. Like I don't harass him right. or this right, right, too right. much. I do it occasionally, but not that much. <laughs> but you know, but I, I feel that way. So I can't imagine how you guys feel mm-hmm. as actors, yeah. where you're like, I'm sorry, there's a movie of like 600 black people. Why did I get a call? <laughs> right, right, like, right. Oh, I'm yeah. too light skinned to play a slave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. right. Stuff like yeah, that. Right, right. right. Yeah. Right, like right. literally, that's yeah. happened to me. Like you know, like you mm-hmm. know, because people ask why weren't you in this, and I have to be blunt. Sometimes I say, "Well, um, I was told I'm too light skinned I was told I'm right. too this. I'm just, you know what I mean? Right. So, and that's right. real. That's real stuff. You know. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's also interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah. I agree too. You know, go ahead. I, no, I cut no, you no. Off, I was man. about to say, yeah, Otto should be in everything. Otto should have a show, bro. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I say that all the time. Like, I'm sitting here with Megan, and I'm like, honestly, point blank. And I'll say this sometimes, just honestly, I'll say, you know, if certain people uh, were of a different hue, they'd have a show. They would have this yeah. show right now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Otto's collection of work, because I really enjoy your stuff, man. And I'm always watching you, that stuff. And I'm like, if if he, yeah. you know, if if it was, you know, um, deemed the thing by, yeah, you know, we know that game. And obviously, that's the conversation yeah. for we go on for hours yeah. about that. I'm sure. For most of yeah. the '90s, yeah, I was in I was in rock bands, and mm-hmm. I would oh, see okay. other guys and mm-hmm. other bands who would get things. Then mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh my God, we would have killed what? Why? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then every once in a while yeah. you'd be like, well, is it because, you know, they, you know, they have Living Color or they have Hootie mm-hmm. and the Blowfish or they have right. they have Lenny Kravitz. So they they we have the the one. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. 
you know, right. and even afterwards I would do voiceover work. And some, some, sometimes I would be told, well, you, you just sound too black. And I'm like, that's amazing. Cause most black people <laughs> don't <laughs> feel that way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you on that. And you know, it's funny. It, and oh, again, yeah. not, not spoiling it for, uh, for you, man. I know you haven't seen the flick, yeah. but one of the things I was moved by watching that flick last night when we watched it is how much talent, how much individual, expressive, if we're going back to that stuff, riffing uh, mm -hmm. there is out there amongst people that nobody mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. That right. can't get the yes. experience from the time that they always may be in the background of this thing or that thing. And and some of those folks in there, I'm like, wow, that's really wonderful work. And, you know, but <laughs> because there isn't room, as much right. room, because there's obviously more room, but maybe not for mm -hmm. you or X, Y, and Z or this person, that person. And I was just moved watching yeah. all those people saying, wow, everybody in that film deserves more stuff like we're hungry yeah. we need to be able to yeah. do more and express ourselves more and go beyond just yeah. hooting the blowfish like you you just said and, i mean no yeah of course and he, never he never carved yeah, exactly. out his thing and he exactly he, his name is even hootie i shouldn't even do that because nobody <laughs> yeah but what's what's amazing what's what's uh interesting or what that's um inspiring in me to to think about is that like i feel like over the course of my time in the industry there, there has been, at the same time, an expansion of the possibilities, people who look like me, people who look like you, Damon, specifically in the acting. But it's also because there's so many different things now right. that it's almost like the lane still gets to be, it's still yeah, narrow, sure, yeah. right? Like yeah. you get one Daniel Kaluuya, that's right. it. All right, okay, maybe right. we'll throw in one more, right? right. It's still, we're, it, we're still like pigeonholed still, even though like the, the lanes are expanding. There's like a hundred million streaming services right. now, right? That I can't keep up with. There's right. all of this stuff. So I'm like, okay, there's a whole lot of work for everybody, right? right? Like, you know, and then it's like, no, it's still, there's still sort of like a, 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 a like a, 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 like a, a small window of opportunity, right. which seems strange to me, right. right? And then it's like, still like who you know and who you're cool with and who you've worked with, that's going to get you to that level yeah. rather yeah. than just strictly meritocracy, strictly the, the, the you know, Talent, you know right. how well you play right. or whatever. So right. it's, yeah. um, it's really, it's really interesting. That's watching, what I try to um, tell people all happening. the time with that stuff. Like musicians who ask about actors, I don't think they understand how difficult it is in terms of the fact that there are a yeah. lot of talented people who can yeah. like haul ass who yeah. don't work or who've never been a series yeah. regular or who've never, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And they're kind of like, but no, if you're yeah. good, you'll do it. And I'm like, no, it, it's not playing concert master. <laughs> you know, no. it's not playing mm -hmm. first flute or whatever, where yeah. quite often if you can play like, you know, you could play, you got a skill. You can earn that yeah. chair. And yeah. there's a buffer yeah. between that ability in you in a sense that you, you know, you are not your instrument. You have an instrument and you pack it up in a case and tuck it away at night and go to sleep. We are our instruments as actors. Yeah. It is directly mm -hmm. about us. It's directly about how we mm -hmm. look, sound, feel, you know. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, mm -hmm. that I'm telling you, man, that's really? that conversation. That'll go into the wee hours man. of the morning, bro. <laughs> man. Can, I, can I not man. end it by saying this? I was talking to my cousin the other day and she, you know, she works in the industry and she was explaining to me that uh, she's working on a film 
that was like one of like maybe she this girl's number two or number one mm. on the call sheet mm-hmm. is a TikTok star. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. then there's that whole other race, right. yeah, where yeah. it's sort of yep. like, well, we just know people are going to come and see you. That's right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So as long as you're not horrible, mm-hmm. and even if you're spot. horrible, even if even if you're, even if you're hor- here's matter. your spot. Yeah. Because you're gonna, I mean, and this is where art meets commerce, right? Yeah, and, man. And all of that. I tell you, yeah. I got fired from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've had the great fortune of being fired from my last two series regulars. It's a wonderful feeling. Cool. Leaves leave that not so fresh feeling oh. we've all been looking for. But Damn. um, it stings, and I'm not gonna lie, it stings. Yeah. And then right yeah. after, I think the first firing, like a week later, I was testing for something else, and I go mm-hmm. in and. Um, they're basically like, okay, well, you have to have a chemistry read. I'm like, great. And the chemistry read is with a young woman who had done two short films, but had 2 million uh, Instagram followers. Yes. Wow. And I'm thinking about, wow. And literally, I go into the test, I'm sitting there, and my life or my, my working life, in a way, you know, is in her hands. Yeah. <laughs> you, in terms yeah. of how I relate yeah. to this this young woman. And no offense mm-hmm. to her, but I think about all the people out there who are hustling or, you know, you know could have done mm-hmm. better, but they didn't have mm-hmm. two million Instagram right. followers. And I was like, well, that was the first right. time that stuff hit me in my face. Like, oh, that's real. Yeah. You know, it's, wow. It, it is, real. is real. Yeah. Especially when you get to those streaming services, you know, if you've, if you've, you know, amassed a following of two million people just um, making small little bow ties for your cat and, you know, filming that. (laughs) Yeah. You get a, you get a shot. You get to sit at the table with, you know, seasoned actors who actually, you know, (laughs) made a written. Yeah. Yeah. Been off Broadway. Yeah. You know, done table reads for years. It's an interesting dynamic, man. I count my blessings. I've been very fortunate, but it, it seems like Mm -hmm. you get, you know, increasingly more and more, you see what the, thing is and you know yeah, it's just yeah. again getting back to riffing and being personal and mm. freedom mm-hmm. and all that it, it's an interesting time to have to deal with all of that at the same time yeah and, and if can i ask what are you doing for for trying to it, it sounds like maybe you're you're i'll put words in your mouth and then you spit them back out mm-hmm. of me if they if they're lies to you but it, it sounds like you're sort of revamping your your um um, your uh, approach approach thank you to your art now mm. right like maybe you're coming in at one way and now you're you we all have this time off unfortunately right. to really sort of dig into what we're doing and how we are affecting the world and so is there anything that you're doing for that mm. I, I, mm. you, you mentioned maybe an instrument again and going that no, way a uh, human sacrifice i think is the best way to <laughs> no honestly i'll be you, you you asked a great question and i'll be straight up honest yeah. with you this has been one hell mm. of a, a year and mm. i have not uh uh been able to find that spot yet 
Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to go day to day and navigate through the storms mm-hmm. best I can. I'm a little disappointed mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to dig down deep into my arts and learn another mm-hmm. instrument and study scores mm-hmm. and, you know, um, get through all the plays of Shakespeare. But I'm kind of just trying to uh, take it one day at a time because I have been absolutely yeah. tapped by this year, man. I'm not, and I'm not even talking about just the pandemic stuff. It's the, I mean, we got Mm -hmm. the pandemic, we had the Aubrey Floyd, all the stuff we had, the election, we've had um, acquittal of Trump again. We've had Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. out here, you know, Mm -hmm. and Kwaku, you're out this way, aren't you? You, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So we got the, um, we got the mudslides, the earthquakes, the, Yep, the, mm-hmm. the ignorant people yep. walking around calling people names and stuff. Yep. And some days it's just mm-hmm. been about being able to get up, put the foot on the floor, and walk, and then get back in the bed, man. You know what I mean? For yeah. me. And yeah. um, no, I, so I, I'm trying ahead. to regenerate uh, as best I can. And, um, you know, work has helped me with that before. And mm-hmm. now it's, there's been no work. I haven't shot anything in a year and a half ever since that last show yeah. fired me. So mm-hmm. honestly, the the crutch I was leaning on has been broken. And so for mm-hmm. me, a lot of this has been about being still and quiet and having an incredible mm-hmm. partnership. Uh, yeah. um, but in terms of being able to work on crafts and get better, you know, other mm-hmm. than the occasional self-tape where you get to practice sort of, yeah. There hasn't mm-hmm. been much of that at all. And I think that's exactly the way the universe designed the stuff to be. So it's like being stripped bare, you know, mm-hmm. just being mm-hmm. getting back to that root and that kid who literally jumped out his pants when he heard the Empire Strikes Back score, you know, yeah. which I got to conduct yeah. in 2019. Shut the up. Whole film. Oh, oh I think I saw you post oh, that too, bro. bro. I lost my mind, man. <laughs> Come on. Bro. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember you posted that. Yeah. Cheers, okay. bro. Come on, wow. man. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, the whole film man. with live. The or, whole oh, film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye. Oh, that's Kid oh. the Candy Store Come on, bro. From the first oh, note, though, no. man. Think about it. She's standing yeah. there and then out of the sight a long time ago in the galaxy far Yeah. Oh, I lost my mind. Yeah. Lost my mind. But stuff like that. Oh, that must you have know, been amazing. Enjoy, yeah. Like getting back in touch with yeah. that. Why you do it in the first oh, place, you know. That's so beautiful. That, that makes me think. Well, so I said I was going to come back to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You absolutely need to listen to Kamasi Washington's I will Claire do that today. I sure will. Because. Sure will. It is, it's one of those things, it reminds me of music that my dad, like, and I, I, I can't even think of the group, but it reminds me of jazz that my dad would play for me as a kid. But I'm like, oh no, but this is a classical song. Mm-hmm. And his version of it, you know, and we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, communicating through the subtext. There is, and we can say it's this February's Three Brothers Having a Conversation. There is such unadulterated, um, amazing blackness mm-hmm. of his version mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the other reason why i think you'd really be into it is that you know he plays he plays tenor yeah. sax but you on that track the other featured instrument is not a trumpet 
Butter trumpet. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. Mm. Good taste. It's good taste. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, like, I heard this and I told my wife, like, oh, when I die, I want them to play that song. And she's like, that's the most morbid thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. but it wasn't about the dying, but it was about how yeah. beautiful it is. Oh, I'm still yeah. going to play and, that. And, yeah. and mm. it's a great example of what we've been talking mm. about being able to express yourself mm-hmm. through the subtext of right. someone else's written work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the other piece I was going to say is what you've described. And, you know, I, I don't know if I'm a glass half full person, but I try to be positive. Mm-hmm. What I've experienced when I've experienced what you're describing, that usually happens before a breakthrough. You're right. right? You're right. Like mm-hmm. that frustration, right. that feeling like, all right, I this is as far as this is going to go. Mm-hmm. This can't continue like this anymore. Mm-hmm. And even with your I mean, if you're a creative, you're just constantly whether it be turning stuff over in your head, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, you're constantly working on whatever that craft is in mm-hmm. your mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When we first started this podcast, I, we'd li- I'd listen to him like, All right, I need to talk over Otto less. Like I would mm-hmm. listen to it when I'd be in the shower and I'd be like, oh, you know, it's like I was constantly thinking about it. If, I, if I'm working on a song, it's just like, that's all. Even if I'm not listening to it, mm-hmm. I'm hearing the section that I'm trying to work out because it's the puzzle. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to hear it in that way mm-hmm. that will unlock the section so it leads to the next part. So the whole thing makes uh-huh. sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a really great analogy in general for things. And Otto, you can probably speak about this with all of the creative things that you do. I know I joke sometimes that you're quote unquote just an actor, but you're not. You're right. You produce, right, right. you shoot things, mm-hmm. you know, and there's something and it's frustrating and this i think also goes back to range there's something frustrating about feeling like all right well this is this thing i know i can do well right. but the, the my approach right now isn't working anymore what what changed what's mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that happens right before you you're like oh wait a minute what's this door here mm-hmm. oh this is an interesting way to do right. x and i say this not just based on my experience but we've had you know some of these we haven't released yet but uh, Otto's friend Jocelyn mm-hmm. literally was describing something really similar to what you've mm-hmm. just said. And she's mm-hmm. also a person of color who's in this mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. And she figured out what her, and we all do eventually, if we're patient enough, what her pivot yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the connection to that, and and um, sorry, Otto, I cut you off. No. Uh, and Kamasi Washington is, I feel like that, that might be a jump start, just because it's so it's so up your alley mm, yeah. as far as like, as far as like him interpreting that song in his way, mm. where you get who he is as a, a young dorky musician growing up in LA yeah. who's playing this classical piece. Yeah. I also want to say, you know, I appreciate Damon, what you said about just allowing yourself to just go, what I'm going to do today is get out of bed and then maybe go yes. back to bed, right? Yes. I remember when I started off in this, you know, pandemic and, it, you know, I was like most of, I think the smart people, we were like freaked out. We're trying to social distance. Is it a mask or no mask? You know, am I washing my groceries when they come in and all that stuff? And, oh, but now we're all inside. So I'm gonna write a book, I'm gonna write a movie. I'm, I'm, right. a, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna solve cancer. You know, I'm gonna do all this stuff, right? And... I didn't do any of those things, right. right? Because there was a point where I had to say, dude, stop. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Self-care. If you need to sleep, 
sleep. If you need to eat all the Honey Nut Cheerios right now (laughs) and ice cream, just do it. You'll figure it out. And so I think like what piggybacking on what Kwaku said and what you said, I think there's also like there's always a gestation time, especially in times like Mm -hmm. this. There's always a point where we as artists have to like sit back and just be like, just let let this experience happen so then we can talk about it later. Right. Right. I mean, that's our job. So. Yeah, I feel you because I've been like when you said that I w- I'm in the same position where I'm just like, hey, I can't even return this phone call right now. And and I'm lucky because I'm in a certain place in the career so I can like sort of yeah, chill a little yeah, bit for myself. Exactly. But I'm also like, all right, if I can chill, I'm a fucking chill. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> just everybody back up for right. a second because I need to get my time right. in right now. So. I really appreciate you yeah, sharing man, that because that's, uh, it's not and easy for a lot of us. I appreciate yeah. saying what you said. Uh, that was important for mm-hmm. me to hear right now, actually, because mm-hmm. you're, you're no right doubt. about um, gestation, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just, it, and it's weird because I feel like we go through life and I'm, I don't know a lot about you, Quaco, and I look forward to learning more, but I figure like I, I, I don't know I told well, but I know we've journeyed and we've made, we've mm-hmm. worked and created and done our mm-hmm. thing. And moments, while maybe not quite like this past year, but moments where we've had to sit and let things just say have always been there. They've come often. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I lose track of the fact that, bro, you've been in interesting spaces yeah. you know it's like donald yeah. bird's old tune places and spaces i've been you know Donald Bird. I mean? yeah like you've been yep. here and so mm-hmm. you know things are around the corner or you know that mm-hmm. there's a way to breathe again or you know that something's yeah. you know you're going to be gifted some kind of miracle some way soon even if it doesn't look mm-hmm. like what you think it is you know so yeah, yeah. that was good for me. That was important for me to hear that, what you said, Kwaku, about mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, things are cooking. Like, you haven't been working on yeah. your craft, but, like, fuck you have. Haven't. You don't turn yeah, it off. Exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. tur- none of us yeah. turn yeah. it off. Like, it's yeah. growing. It's yeah. actually building through yeah. conversations like this yeah. and through yeah. discoveries and falling apart. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So thank you for yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, speaking of conversations, this was a dope-ass oh, conversation, this, bro. bro. Needed this. Man. Needed this, man. Yes. Needed it. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been sort of uh, uh, tailing you for a little bit and, you know, schedules and all that stuff. And I was like, yo, D, come on, man, come on. And you're like, all right, all right. right? And I love I'm I'm a I'm a blow you up for a second. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a diss you for a second. But he was like, man, what am I going to talk about? And I'm looking at the clock. Everybody says that. And I'm like. Why would I bring you that, on if I didn't think that, you had some shit to talk yeah, about, my dude? It so. <laughs> y'all made it interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm man. honored. Really. I really, I'm honored. Yeah, yeah. No, we're I honored, mean, man. Yeah, we're, we're, we're blessed honored. that you trust the process, yeah, which is, yeah. which, which is, which should almost be the theme of this entire conversation because mm-hmm. that's what this is. It's just yeah, trusting right, the process. Right, yeah. right. Because to put in perspective, I don't even know who you are. I don't even know what you look like yet. <laughs> right. Like, right. I, I right. literally met you an hour and a half right. ago. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a part, at least with Otto and I, where we trust each other enough where it's like, all right, if you're bringing someone on, it's going to work. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because we, I don't prep at all <laughs> when Otto brings someone on. Mm-hmm. And when I'm bringing someone on, I don't like to over prep. I, mm-hmm. I have a couple yeah. of things that I'm like, all right, I want to make sure that I bring this up and I bring this up. 
but the rest of it is just trusting this the interaction and the process yeah. and the people. I hear that. And I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. For sure. So, For sure. What do you yeah. what do you play? Yeah. I meant to ask you that when we was you said you had a rock band and whatnot and uh, I was primarily, I, mean, I was, I am primarily okay. a singer, but I play guitar, mm-hmm. bass, a little bit of Ooh. drums, yeah. a little saxophone, wow, bro. barely some piano, just, you know, mm. like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even say that I can comp, but I can find voices. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. And some bassoon, right? You play some bassoon. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, you got to have a double reading. <laughs> you don't have a double reading, man. What are you doing? You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, well, anyway, that this has been dope. Thank you Thank so you, much. Um, yeah, just let me sign off real quick with this, and then we can talk a little bit after. But um, so, first of all, the guy in the glasses who mm-hmm. I can see. Who are you, bro? I'm Kwaku, and who are you? I'm Otto, and this is Radio Zamunda. The dope shit. There it is. And who? Do we have as my dope shit? Because I'm blowing up the game. I'm running this See, game with my bringing in so dope modest. shit. He is so my modest. Damon <laughs> Gupton, man. Dude, Seriously. fascinating conversation, my dude. Thank you so much for my coming pleasure, in, dude. Man. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Come back. Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah. We back. need to do this. Yeah. We'll break for it. sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and we, we got to collab on something. I don't know what it is, but like, like I'm just going to put that out. I was thinking out. that. Yep. You know, and just let's let's think yep. that about we will. Think, think I see that, that hat and those guitars. I'm starting to percolate yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be dope. All right. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Right, y'all yeah. be well you over there. shit man <laughs> david is dope oh, wow wow that was um because it's been a while so i don't i'm trying to think the last time we had someone on where we couldn't see them right. and how much we've at least how much i feel like i've gotten used to that or depend on that mm-hmm. and it was great because it forces you to listen even harder when you don't yeah. see them 100 percent. and i think the conversation I, you know, at first it was like, all right, well, this is an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. And I thought we'd be talking about music the whole time, but we went into some interesting places that I did not see coming. Yeah. But I also needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the things that he was describing, I've so 100% been there. I feel like there's a part of me that's borderline coming out of something like that Mm -hmm. just now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just, it was just really refreshing to talk to someone who is that, talented that deep and that honest and that self-aware yeah uh yeah he's uh unique in just a billion ways you know i mean obviously i didn't want to keep you know stressing on the the sort of unicorn of the you know black conductor but it's also like you know the how many i don't you know there's maybe three that i've seen in my life you know uh, and they're also equally as interesting oh wow a black guy who does uh you know classical music and he man but like think about all of think about all of this stuff i don't even want to use the word overcome but like it's just like 
we as black people are such a we're not a monolith right it's like right. black people are always trying to tell everybody hey we're not a monolith but right. he, here are more and more and more examples everybody that we bring on here who is a person of color is a unicorn and it's like are they unicorns or do they just exist more than you think they do right, right. and so or are we all different yes exactly <laughs> exactly hello right so, um, yeah, I'm glad he's another cat uh, that I've been like sort of like, hey, can you come on? And then, you know, some scheduling shit happens. And so right. I said um, uh, in the new year, I was like, hey, let's hit it up in the new year. He's like, OK, dope. Cool. And so we got it. We got it all. And I'm so glad because I also love, you know, we are like jazz, you and me. Like, it's like, oh, all yeah. right, Kwaku, I got somebody. Uh, it's going to be, you know, uh this tempo and then this time signature and let's go. And then you adapt or I adapt and it's always like a great conversation. So I love that we keep pushing this stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't say it better than that. I mean, you are doing a really great job conducting lately to the point where I'm starting to get intimidated. I'm like, I need to bring a guest on just to, just to make sure that I'm keeping honest. (laughs) All (laughs) good, man. It's Um, all good, bro. So, but yeah, man, it's, I mean, I'll say this, you, have done a really great job specifically this month of just highlighting just amazing, um, amazing. And we haven't released all of them. And I know mm. that I brought on a couple too, but people of color who are doing things that are really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, and I go back and forth where I'm just like, Oh, well by nature, everything we do, it, we, it doesn't have to happen in the month of February. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they gave I mean, us a month. Like, We're going to squeeze it all in, in this month. All 28 days. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, but it just, you know, it hit me the other day when I was like, man, it's just like these past couple of guests, I, I just, uh, black excellence is the term. I would call it just excellence, yeah. but I love the fact that we are taking this time to highlight these people, mm-hmm. even though we highlight them year round. Sure. Or maybe more people are listening in February. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But it, you've done, you've just done a really great job. Not that you've you. just brought on people of color because you mm-hmm. haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, like you, I think it's just like the last couple where I've just been like, wow, that's, that's great. And as a, a person of color and a creative, you constantly need those check-ins yeah. to remind yeah. you that this is all normal. Yeah. And yeah. the struggle, which is, I feel like kind of the conversation we're having with Damon, the struggle is normal. The journey is the process yeah. and it's okay. It's great to see it in other people. Cause you're like, all right, cool. I recognize it when it's happening with me. I can be more patient with myself. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I appreciate you for, you know, always being able to like catch the ball, run with it. You know what I mean? You're you're (laughs) fantastic at it. So, you know, this is fun. Let's keep doing this, man. Okay. We've got 17 more episodes coming up next, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And with that, who are you? I'm Kwaku. And who are you? I'm Otto. And this is Radio Zamunda The. Dope. Shit. Believe it. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you. Peace.